This is AutoLine Daily reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. Another day, another step closer to a strike. It's increasingly looking like the UAW will go out on strike against General Motors when its labor contract expires just before midnight on Saturday. The rank and file are angry with union leaders over corruption charges that have resulted in nine convictions so far. Many of them feel their leadership has been too cozy with the car companies. They want more job security, higher wages, and no concessions on their health benefits. Meanwhile, GM wants to lower its labor costs, which are the highest in North America. Some labor experts believe a strike will last at least a couple of weeks. Speaking of GM, last week we reported that Deborah Wall was named GM's chief marketing officer, the first one it's had since 2012. That's when Joel Awanek, the former CMO, was unceremoniously pushed out the door. But Joel was doing a pretty good job. In 2012, GM had 18% market share in the U.S., but without a CMO in place, GM steadily lost market share despite coming out with a lot of good products. So far this year, GM is at 16.9% market share. If it was back at 18%, GM would be selling nearly 190,000 more vehicles this year. Say, we have got a terrific AutoLine After Hours coming up this afternoon. Ralph Gilles, the head of design at FCA, is our guest, and he has some fascinating insights regarding the future of automotive design. Craig Cole from AutoGuide and Lindsey Brook from SAE Engineering will also join us for the show. BTW, you can submit questions to Ralph Gilles. Just send them to viewer mail at autoline.tv. And you can catch all the action on our website or YouTube channel at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Ford just revealed one of the key details about that Mustang-inspired electric CUV that's coming out next year. Ford says it will have an expected range of up to 600 kilometers. That's roughly 370 miles. Since this info came out of Ford of Europe, we're assuming that's based on Europe's WLTP test procedure, and we calculate it'll be rated at about 330 EPA miles. That's still a pretty significant range, and we also calculate that it will have a fairly large battery pack, probably around 82 kilowatt hours. In other EV news, Automotive News says that Nissan showed its U.S. dealers an electric crossover loosely based on the IMX concept. The dealers say it's a five-seater with a 300-mile range and can do 0 to 60 in under five seconds. The EV is expected to launch in the second half of 2021. And speaking of Nissan, Cheryl Miller, the chief executive officer of AutoNation, does not like what she sees at the automaker. Nissan uses what is called a stair-step incentive program with its dealers. They get rebates from Nissan based on a quota of how many cars they have to sell. If they hit their quota, they get a pile of money. If they miss it, they get nothing. So at the end of the month, dealers discount like crazy to move the metal to hit their quota. 
Cheryl Miller tells Bloomberg that consumers hate the system. And here, I'm quoting here, if I draw the lucky straw and I get the incentive, my vehicle costs $5,000 less than my neighbor's vehicle. How does that feel from a brand perspective? As a result, AutoNation is reducing the number of Nissan stores that it operates. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by KeyCurt, technology that leads. Volvo has said that it would electrify its entire lineup by the end of the year, and now it's showing off the plug-in hybrid version of the XC40, a 1.5-liter three-cylinder gasoline engine combines with a single electric motor for a total output of 262 horsepower. A 10.7 kilowatt-hour battery pack returns over 28 electric miles. It's only available in front-wheel drive. It comes standard with a new seven-speed automatic, and it'll do zero to 60 in roughly 7.3 seconds. Based on initial WLTP data, the crossover emits only 38 grams of CO2 per kilometer and has a combined fuel economy of up to 141 miles to the gallon. The XC40 PHAV starts at nearly 41,000 pounds, that's roughly $50,000, and UK deliveries will start in February. Man, owning a car just got a lot more expensive this year in the U.S., the AAA reports that the average annual cost of owning a new car hit $9,282. That's $773 a month. Gas prices, maintenance costs, taxes, titles, and fees, and MSRPs have all gone up. But the AAA says financing costs account for more than 40% of the total increase. The Fed is expected to cut interest rates, so maybe that'll go down. But the Auto Club says... 72-month car loans are becoming increasingly common. And for every 12 months added to a loan, adds another $1,000 in financing charges. Anyway, that wraps up today's report. Please join us again tomorrow.